Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening. All right. Welcome back to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in. It's been a while. And I'm really seeking to stay connected to spirit in these broadcasts from now on. I realize I've been a little bit finger pointy and I'm trying to curb that. I'm kind of gotten absorbed into the Course in Miracles again and I've just been working through a handful of lessons every day and the one that really jumped out to me uh, today, or actually last night when I was working through it, was I can escape from the world I see by giving up attack thoughts. And attack thoughts are basically uh, thoughts of vengeance, thoughts of hatred, thoughts of thoughts about bad things that you'd like to happen to people that you don't like. Uh, bad thoughts, in my case, about the media, about excuse me, vaccine stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And those types of attack thoughts keep you in prison. And you also have attack thoughts about what other people are thinking of, about you. So I, I unfriended some people a couple of weeks ago, or one guy unfriended me. The, the guy who I was talking about in the last episode unfriended me and told me, he went on this big rant about how I was playing the victim, and I probably was a little bit. And then... um he unfriended me off Facebook and then there was this other kid that was, um, he wasn't being respectful. So I unfriended him and, uh, there's, I actually reached out to the person who unfriended me. I, I tried to call him on, on Facebook. I tried to Facebook call him, but since he unfriended me, I couldn't get through to him. So what you going to do? He uh, obviously doesn't listen to my podcast on the reg because if you listen to my podcast on the reg, you will discover that I'm very prone to course correcting or taking the feedback that someone offers me or maybe even removing an episode where I went a little bit too far. But it seemed that he had a commitment to misunderstanding me. And there's a lot of that going on. And, you know, back to the Course in Miracles about attack thoughts, I was having all sorts of attack thoughts about both of these people. And instead of seizing the opportunity and saying, okay, I can escape from this world, I can escape from this crazy world of illusion by giving up these mean thoughts or these mean uh, assertions or these mean whatevers I have against these people, I can escape from this crazy world if I would just give up attack thoughts about them. And then there's another lesson before that called I am determined to see things differently. And so you say, in the situation involving so-and-so-and-so-and-so in which they are, I am determined to see, or I am determined to see the situation involving this person and this person differently, or I am determined to see the situation with the, the, the situation involving this person's you know, racial prejudice or whatever differently. And, and if you follow the lessons, you really do start to wake up in a very, very profound and semi-permanent way. I say semi-permanent because when you're really deep in it, you're just living in this beautiful, mystical, truly miraculous world. And when you put the book down for a while, then and, and you go on you go on social media too much, it just 
like the ego just comes back in or the world just comes back in and the circumstances just come back in. And next thing you know, you're your own crazy self again. And um, so I've just been making it a part of my everyday, like part of my job to stay in the course, to wake up and spend spend time reading it in the morning and then at night spend time reading it and just going through the lessons. Now, if you aren't familiar with The Course of Miracles, it is a gigantic blue book. It's very overwhelming when you first see it. And the book is composed of a text, which is like 680 something pages and then followed by 365 daily lessons. So the course and the text are two different, two different things. I've probably said this before a few times, but I've also said this a few times, there's power and redundancy, and I'm actually creating a Crash Course in Miracles webinar experience uh, for those people who would like to learn a little bit about it and who don't know where to begin. So stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, I just wish that we, we didn't have these commitments to misunderstanding one another. I've, I had someone, um, I wish we weren't so committed to misunderstanding one another. I had this woman reach out to me yesterday, send me a private Facebook message and just say, I'm, please tell me I'm not crazy. Please tell me I'm not crazy because I'm questioning things. And, and, um, this person had an experience where they felt that they were being gaslighted. This person is very brilliant. This person is smart. This person is educated. This person is hilarious. This person is creative. This person is so many things. And they're just going, hmm, I'm not sure about all of this. And I was able to reassure her. And I in, I just encourage anyone who's, you know, quote unquote, buying what they're selling to investigate alternative narratives because the alternative narratives tend to sync up. There's not a lot of variation amidst the alternative narratives. And it's a shame that these alternative narratives are branded as conspiracies. I find that to be incredibly unfortunate because if you look back over history, you can just see that there's one conspiracy after another uncovered. I brought this up before, but um, what's her name? Erin uh, Brockovich was she was just a conspiracy theorist. She was just a pain in the establishment's ass, or a pain in some corporation's ass. And um, a lot of these things that were um, conspiracy theories a year ago are now not like the uh, the uh, Wuhan lab theory, the bioweapon theory. And now certain doctors, more and more doctors are coming forward and saying this, the vaccine is actually the bioweapon. I encourage anyone to check out Cliff High. I do not believe that Cliff High 100% knows what he's talking about. For the record, I don't believe everything he says. I have noticed uh, multiple contradictions. Actually, just one major one. There was one episode where he's talking all about wearing masks, and then he's has another episode where he's talking about how they're not important. So I took a mental note there. Um, however, there are um, lots of things that he said would happen that have happened, one being that Trump would be elected president. He predicted that Trump would be elected in 2016, I believe the day of the election, and he also predicted that uh, Hillary would disappear. Um, and so not to mention cryptocurrency and sort of how COVID would unfold all of that, and he also predicted the um, he he was he was clear that the virus had been leaked from a lab. So check him out. Also check out Health Impact News and the Epoch Times. I really do appreciate the Epoch Times. It's a shame that if I post an article by the Epoch Times, 
Um, here we go. Here we go. Some fucking so-and-so is going to tell me what a fucking dumbass I am. So enter opportunity to give up attack thoughts about said person. Um, but one of the things that the woman who reached out to me yesterday said was why if why are they so why are they so obsessed with censoring things? Why are they so obsessed with restricting the flow of information? And that should be concerning to anyone. Um, I kind of came to the con- I, I have a theory about Trump. I have a theory that Trump, his whole thing was just one great big shtick. Like the whole thing was just an act. You know, like he just had to come out and act like that big of an asshole because there was some other agenda that was going on behind the scenes. And that's just my theory. Um, but that's what a lot of the Qs will say. A lot of the QAnons will say that the, the whole thing was basically a shtick. He had to win over a certain percentage of the population in specific ways, like, you know, the racism and all that stuff. Uh, he had to win them over so as to get the pop, gain the popular vote, so as to get in to office and push through his secret agenda to save the children. I would also encourage anyone to uh, check out there's one QAnon video that's very much propaganda, but if you snoop around, you find some other um, some other material that's it's compelling to say the least. It's I I have a friend who swears that adendochrome I believe it's adendochrome adendochrome addiction is totally real and that it's in it's infiltrated or I think that's the word infiltrated the highest levels of power um, or corrupted I guess it's corrupted power globally at the highest levels um so i you know i I don't i'm not writing any of that stuff off i think it's dangerous to just immediately write stuff off i saw someone post a meme one time that said every time a child is is taught critical thinking skills a conspiracy theory goes away or becomes invalid or something it was you know kind of a righteous sort of a thing to say i'm like well where's your critical thinking in the vaccine stuff really um where's your critical thinking um, I, I, it's, it's really astonishing to me how this all has gone down. There are more and more reports of sketchy stuff happening and all you have to do is, you know, I was in the ocean today and this guy was just talking about how he was in bed for like five days after he got the jab. I'm like, that's, that's a little weird. That's a little weird that you were in bed for five days after you got the jab and everyone just can, you know, that, well, that, that means it's working. Well, does does it or define define working <laughs> so anyway um you know back to the course of miracles i can escape from the world i see by giving up attack thoughts about all of these things um i think it's very 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 important to consider alternative viewpoints and to be able to understand other people's points of view i watched a video on uh that was in the epoch times about ron DeSantis in florida and the, the dude is not, he's not what he's made out to be by the media. He's, he's just not. I mean, I see people on Facebook um, saying that they want people, everybody in Florida to die, basically, and that Ron DeSantos deserves to be, you know, killed, basically. And um, he, he's a human being, and he cares about human beings. And I saw an incredibly, I just saw an, uh, a, a, a personable, and he just seemed like a nice, he seemed like a genuinely nice person. He didn't seem like a villain at all, and I'm a pretty good read on people. And I, I you know, mentioned it to, I mentioned it to a friend. I sent a link to a friend um, 
I want to say inviting this person to consider watching it, but it, I think the I think that the text that I sent along with the video was the media is pure fucking evil and they want to kill you, you know. So that might have dissuaded that person from considering the alternative viewpoint. So that's where my ego came in and did the thing that it does. And you'll notice when the ego comes in, um, it interacts with the ego of another person because maybe that other person is um, doesn't think the media is evil or whatever. And so now you've got two egos and now someone isn't considering an alternative view because of the way I was being. So that's where I go and I'll apply a Course in Miracles prayer. Um, what's the prayer? I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. I made the decision myself, but I can also decide otherwise. I want to decide otherwise because I want to be at peace. I do not feel guilty because the Holy Spirit will undo all of the consequences of my wrong decision if I will let him. I choose to let him by allowing him to decide for God for me. So we'll see if the Holy Spirit works that one out. But it's worth watching. The video is 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 worth watching. I found it to be really interesting, um, his take on not locking things down and his take on really caring about the businesses that were going to be shut down. He didn't want people to lose their businesses. And um, and that's that's incredibly valid. It's it's really cool. I was at my first uh, my first twelve step meeting today that was indoors without masks, and um, only one person in the meeting had a mask. And then the grocery store that I go to in Encinitas uh, has gone you know totally open as is the coffee shop, and there are people. Everybody's walking around inside without masks, and there are some people who have masks. And if you want to wear a mask, you can totally wear a mask. Um, you it's it's within your rights to wear a mask and nobody's going to think poorly of you if you um, don't wear a mask and uh, and it's just really nice to see something you know like things getting truly truly back to normal and you know <laughs> there's that part of me that's like well yeah they 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 um, injected everybody with their <laughs> deadly poison you know and they pulled it It took them 15 months and now everybody's been microchipped and so now they can take the masks off so who knows if i end up dead maybe it's because of that thing i just said so anyway it it really does come down however uh for me it comes down to it comes for me it comes down to am i connected to spirit in any given moment and if i'm connected to spirit in any given moment things work out and what the course in miracles is it's a structure to keep you connected to spirit as are the 12 steps the 12 steps are a structure uh, to keep you uh, connected to spirit and it's interesting because there's um one of the things i'm going to touch on in the webinar is that there's there's a particular brand of American spirituality that's very 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 powerful. Um, the Alcoholics Anonymous is American, and you could argue it's from America, right? It's a product of America, and you could argue that um, it's the single most powerful spiritual path in the history of the planet, and that it has saved more wretched souls than anything else. David Hawkins is also from America, and David Hawkins' uh, body of work is so profound. I mean, it's almost startling. It's so profound, and it's so challenging to wrap your soul around, but once you do, it just does something for you. Course in Miracles is also uh, from America, as is Law of Attraction. And I actually noticed that for the first time when I was reading an author named Jed McKenna, 
several years ago, he's got a three book series called the Enlightenment Trilogy. And he's talking about like, he's like, people, everybody says you need to go to India. He's like, but I like, I like Esther and Jerry Hicks. I like the Course in Miracles. He kind of rips on AA, which I think is pretty terrible. Honestly, I don't think you should rip on AA at all. Um, but but when you think about that, that's kind of a that's kind of an astonishing thing to ponder. That's kind of a I use the word fascinating a lot. I realize, but that's kind of a fascinating thing to ponder that there's this American brand of spirituality that is incredibly practical and incredibly effective. And you know, I I you know it's it's true that I have been siding on the side on what may occur to be a more conservative side on on certain things but that's really not what I've really been I guess for lack of a better word against is the narrative that's shoving specific things down our throats um, and basically telling everyone what they think that's what I take issue with Um, and it's not to excuse a lot of the things in the the history that have gone down in the history of this country. It's not to excuse slavery and how, you know, as the result of slavery, you had people migrating down the Mississippi River and settling in Cleveland and Chicago and St. Louis into what are, I don't know if it's a derogatory word, but settled into what are referred to as ghettos, you know, um, and that that wasn't, that's the direct result of, and that the state of those ghettos is the direct result of slavery. It's not to, like, the direct result. It's not to uh, overstep that in any way. And I I apologize if it has seemed as if I have overstepped that at times. Um, it's There's this guy that I, there's this guy at the coffee shop, this firefighter at the coffee shop, and him and I are kind of on the same page as far as the media is, is concerned. But then he's like a Trumper, and I'm not a Trumper. And he shows up to the coffee shop a couple weeks ago and is like, yeah, now there's this fucking, everybody's all pissed about this Tulsa race riot. And and I had to draw a line in the sand there because he thought I was just going to go along with it. Um, and I, I stopped him and I said, no, the Tulsa race riot was fucked. That shit was fucked. Totally fucked. Completely and totally fucked. And it's... It's. I actually talked about it in an episode right after, um, right after the um, George Floyd incident. I talked about the Tulsa race riots. In it wasn't a race riot. It was like a. It was a massacre. They were dropping incendiary bombs from airplane from airplanes, and all that was happening is that Tulsa, Oklahoma, had a thriving um, African American like business district that was working, and it threatened the it threatened the fucking rednecks and the rednecks basically burned it all down. It was just, it's just awful. And so, you know, there's something deeply systemic there that there's, there's, there's no way that there's not a relationship with the types of things that happened back then and what you see now, right? Um, There's no way that there's not a direct relationship or a direct correlation. Um, And so I apologize again for times where I may have seemed, um, where I may have seemed less than compassionate. Now, all that being said, what I personally believe that the African American community needs is powerful leadership rooted in possibility. 
Um, I think that's what every I think that's what everyone needs. I think that humans need powerful leadership that calls forth human beings to be the best human beings they can possibly fucking be. And that leadership, it it truly does begin with us. And it doesn't I it's almost um it really does you know, at the end of the day, you've got you. And if you believe in God, you've got you and God. And your job is to partner with God to be the best fucking human being that you can fucking be, you know? I think I'm just going to leave it at that. So what what would it look like for you to be the absolute best version of yourself today? I know I got to do some writing. I don't want to fucking do it. I just don't. Don't want to do it. But if I want to be the best Dave, I have to do it. And... uh you know, I just had an insanely challenging week. I, I was in Chicago last week in the early part of this week, moving all of the shit from that I've ever had, like moving everything from um, out of my parents, my childhood home. I went home to help my parents move out of my childhood home, and it was an incredibly cathartic and an incredibly sad and in a lot of ways very traumatic and devastating experience for me. And um, and it's just, it's just crazy you know, moving out of a house that's that big with that much shit in it because you, you go to move a box and you open the box and there's pictures in the box and then you look at the pictures in the box and then the pictures take you back and then you start to cry. And, um, and, and it, it was just this very, 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 very deep, very intense experience, but ultimately one that I'm very grateful for. And that's what being the best version of myself looked like last week. I had to go home and be a good son and help out my parents who are getting a lot older and um and and do my part you know because I caused a lot of wreckage in my family it was crazy I I actually found my junkie journals in a box talk about some fucked up shit oh my god awful and then I found all my court paperwork in a box like my lawyer papers and ugh Talk about gratitude. So I'm just really happy and grateful to be alive. Thanks again for listening. Uh, I hope you caught the gist of all of this. Check out The Course in Miracles if you'd like. And um, if you haven't, and I'll talk to you soon on the Magic Pisces podcast. Thanks.